Hello, and welcome back to our Earth Dawn one-shot. This has been a lot of fun so far, and I really want to know what happens next. We left off on a really interesting spot, but before we do, I want to invite everyone to come join us over on the Cast Junkie server, because we want to talk about this with you. And you can come talk about this with us, and you can talk about it with Rob, because he's on there too, so... Come hang out with us. We love to talk about the show and we love to talk about you guys. And it's it's fun to listen to what y'all are all doing your games and stuff. People tell us about their games all the time. And we're like, oh, that's really cool. Um, without any further ado, I think we're going to go ahead and get back into it and find out what happened last time. Well, it is clear that some have a sense for timing and some do not, as we were so rudely interrupted by some Sky Raiders and devolved into a rather nasty fight. But I managed to take a few swipes in, uh, took a spear in the shoulder, but I lost track of the peacock somewhere in there. I, uh, he showed up later, so I guess he survived. We managed to scare them off. To end it all, there was, a. I was unconscious, but, uh, there, there seemed to be some vision. It, it was a bit strange. There, there was this vine, this plant of sorts that crawled out from the wall. I seemed to be in some kind of an underground cairn or something, and was reaching out toward me, and I turned to run from it, but then there was this elf, an elf like me, that, although not like me, his eyes were empty black sockets, rather like, rather like that orb we saw before, and then was a sound, and then, and then I, I don't know. All right, so Rob, you ready? All right, so, we ended with Saliak. You just... Woke up. I'm assuming maybe in a bit of a cold sweat. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, sorry, I didn't. No, no, go ahead. I just gonna say, and, uh, what do you do? It's still dark out, nighttime. I think he, he wakes up and upon checking himself to make sure that wounds and such seem to be in a manageable state, I think he decides, wow, after that, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of creeped out, so I'm going to take in a breath of fresh air, I think. So he's, uh, I think he's going to head up towards the top deck. Okay, as you get up and I assume grab your clothes and your sword, we need to roll a uh, perception test. Oh, that's bad. Uh, that's a one. <laughs> that is a one. <laughs> okay. Apparently it scared him more than more than he thought because he, yeah, is not, I think, he is not seeing anything. I think uh, a mix between like that very jarring, very real dream that you felt like you felt like you it was a bit lucid like you had control you felt in that and just being in an airship which is not your usual either um true you're probably uh yourself you're probably shaking a little bit uh just a little rattled and i mean you okay. had a rather harrowing combat yesterday on an airship which is exciting but harrowing and yes. so you're kind of vibrating yourself a little bit as you go up onto the deck and you I think you walk up to the main deck and then you immediately have a bit of a panic moment as you Ooh. realize you're not just vibrating. So is your sword. And you know what uh, that means. Do I know what that means? Um, you you as a player may not remember, but Saliak would know that, that yes, means. I, I as you... a player do not recall. <laughs> what? Please tell me. So when your saber vibrates, uh, that means you're in the presence of somewhere nearby of a horror or horror construct that's right and it will vibrate, oh jeez! Oh, and it will vibrate stronger for the closer it is or the stronger it is it's a light vibration right now but that is 
between you vibrating a bit from your dream, uh, you just didn't notice it until you got up on the deck and noticed that it is vibrating slightly. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to draw it out and then he's going to probably turn this way and that way uh, around the deck to see where is the vibration stronger. It is a clear and starry night out. There is probably a couple of the crew still out just kind of making sure everything's going fine and they don't seem too worried or anything. Um, just trying to remember. Quinta May is probably an early sleeper because she gets up yeah, early, she's right? Probably and, in bed. Um, and by this time, I think Nixie and um, and uh, Thravak have you know retired for the evening. I'm gonna have next yeah. Thravak yeah. Thravak roll a willpower. Willpower. Something okay. suspicious is going on so. board my ship. I don't like it. <laughs> My straight willpower is a step six. Okay. So that's a seven. seven. Excellent. So you wake up, I would say, suddenly, and you just have this sudden feeling of you've forgotten something. And this is more of the type of feeling okay. of like, did I leave the stove on and I've, I'm an hour away from the house now and is my house kind of burned out? Like there's that kind of feeling of I've forgotten something, yeah. but you don't know what. And mm -hmm. it's just hit, huh. hit you, but you don't know what it is. And it's just you're basically being driven by this fear, but you can't rationalize it right now. But it's woken you up. Okay. What do you do? Yeah. So then Thravek is like, Looking around his, uh, I assume we don't have like individual cabins or anything. We're probably more just in like hammocks or something strung through the hold or something like that, right? Yeah. Or what? what's the situation like? Yeah. Yeah. Bunker. Yeah. Hammock or something. Yeah. Because it is floating through gotcha. the air. I mean, yeah. Hammock actually is pretty appropriate. <laughs> yeah. So I think he's just like, he like sits up in his can't hammock, like bolt up, right? And he's like, kind of just like furtively like casting his eyes around the space looking and he's just like, did I... I think you know he's like thinking to himself, not saying this out loud. But he's just like, you know, did I forget something? Uh, and he's like just trying to remember, but he can't, and that probably like worries him. So I think he's gonna go try and like pace about the deck up above, just to try and you know catch some air and think about it because this has got him rattled. So as you get on the up on the deck, you see uh, Saliak there. And there's a couple of crew just kind of also just looking about and stuff. You can tell they're the the types that would be low low light types. So I'm guessing the elf or hmm. perhaps a orc. Or, I don't know if you had an orc in your crew, actually. I can't recall. Probably at least one elf, though, that is here and is keeping an eye on things that in the low light vision. But anyways, um, yeah, uh, I'm going to say to Saliak, you see Thravik come up on deck. Uh, if he catches if he catches sight of him, I think he will he'll just put a finger uh, finger up to his lips and, and beckon him nearer. I think he sees that Thravik was probably starting to make his way over there once he spotted him as well, and uh, Thravik kind of just you know walks over and uh, you by like the railing of the ship. I was trying to find the the area in which it was strongest, and then I was going to head in that direction. So. Uh, yeah, I'm just going along the deck. Oh, so you're just walking around the deck. Okay, yeah, so Thravik will just kind of walk up to you and stop and just say, uh, so, um, do you, uh, you feel anything? I feel like I forgot something. There is something, something very strange going on here. I awoke from a rather vivid dream and, well, I think he'll, he'll gesture to the sword and say, the singing saber does not lie. 
There is something here. And both of you at the same time here in your head. Welcome back. Oh. What? <laughs> Welcome back. Is it a voice I recognize at all? No, you don't recognize this at all. It's just a voice, and you're probably pretty freaked at this moment, I'm thinking. It's a it's a voice. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think Salek just stands very still, and he just... The, the crew probably... Uh, he's not shouting this, but if any crew is near that sees this, they might think he's going strange because he says... He just calls out <laughs> softly to, to the air. Who are you? Just here laughing back. <laughs> What do you want on this ship? I'm going to have um, Mixie roll a perception. Actually, no willpower because mm. you're sleeping. So willpower. Nine. Nine. Okay. You're not sleeping like a log. I'm guessing then. Um, you're hearing a weird sound coming from. And I want to confirm here. You're the one who was holding the um, marble. Was I keeping it? Are you sure she was based on her size or was oh. it like me? I think I could have sworn I gave it to to Thravik. I think Thravik has it, actually. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a different angle. Hmm. Thravik, do you carry it with you? It would probably be in my bag, which okay. since I was sleeping, I probably would have left over by my bunk. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, um, Mixie, you kind of get awoken because you just have this tingling sense of that that marble is there's there's some sound or something coming from it and you're just having this kind of your wizard sense senses kind of going off that there's something going on with that your mixy senses are tingling i get yeah. out of bed <laughs> and i fly over to his pack and dig out the marble it is glowing slightly you can't actually see the glow on the surface it's just around it and it's got this kind of bluish glow to it it didn't do that before uh, is Quinamea in here, or does she have her own? Cavern, I have captain's own, quarters, like... baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have captain's quarters. He's a celebrity, I'm man. <laughs> I would look around, and I don't, I don't see anyone that I really know. And I kind of look down at it, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" You don't hear any response or anything. It's not. Doesn't seem sentient or anything. You you do have the option if you wish to look at it in astral space or something like that, astral sight. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna use astral sight. Roll your astral sight. Eleven. Okay, so it has a little extra glow to it, also in astral space. The threads that you identified previously, you get those still. There's still these couple threads going off. Seem to be headed up on the deck, so it's almost like you could basically track where Saliak and um, Thravek are through that but there's a very very dim other thread headed off in another direction it's it's very blurry hmm. i'm i'm gonna follow it um it basically just goes right through the wall of the, the the hole you're not able to really follow then i'm gonna go up on i'm gonna go up on the deck then so that i can see where it might go up there when you get up there you notice that this this thread you're tracking it it is headed kind of basically towards where you are going Right now, where you are floating towards right mm. now, I keep floating. <laughs> it just continues doing that, and uh, yeah, Saliak and uh, Thravek, you notice that Mixie is now on deck and holding a blue glowing marble. Although to her, it's like orb-sized. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, Thravek exchanges a look with Saliak and just says, um, 
Seems, uh, she's, uh, maybe getting woken up tonight, too. Uh, before I- before I deal with that, did I get any response from my last question to the voice? No response. Okay. Uh, then I think he will turn- <laughs> he will turn toward, uh, Mixie holding this marble, and he's- he's struck by the, uh, by the similarity between- you know, minus the minus the blue light, the the marble she's holding, and and those those eyes he saw in the dream, and I I think he'll 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 step a little nearer and he'll he'll just point to the to the uh, to the marble and he'll look at Travek. He'll say, "I saw that look earlier tonight. Uh, it was a dream. Uh, in in the dream, there was there was this this being that." His eyes, they, they look like that. Hmm. Uh, was there anything else important about this dream? That seems kind of concerning. I, I think, um, he'll just quietly to, probably to the three of them also, if they're close enough to, uh, Mixie could probably hear him. He says, I seem to be in some kind of, some kind of a care underground. And there was this plant that was reaching out from the wall seem to try to ensnare me I I turn there's this creature uh, actually an elf but gray gray skin black eyes like that and I think he'll turn he'll turn to just the empty air and say is that you the one who would haunt my dreams I think Mixie has taken notice of this and, and turns and, and says who's he talking to um, Thravak uh, just kind of walks over to Mixie so he can talk a little bit quieter so he's not just like, you know, shouting across the deck of the ship and he's just like, um, we're, um, we're getting weird, uh, something's talking to us. I woke up feeling like I forgot something. He senses, his sword senses things and it's sensing something right now. You forgot something? Yeah, I, I'm not sure what though. Um, that's how forget works, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. But uh, then he kind of indicates towards the orb that she's got, and she's like, he's just like, uh, you, something going on? Uh, what? Yeah, it, it, it's making a noise, and it, uh, look, there's something out there, and she points to where she sees the faint line. Yeah. Does she mention that it seems to be going in the direction that they're going? She points. Okay. Well, then he's just like, it, but... you know, Throb, I kind of puts his hand on his chin and he thinks for a moment and he just says hmm well Saliak over there had a dream before he woke up and uh is that what he's babbling on about yeah well he's trying to convince whatever voice just talked to us to respond but well hang on what somebody somebody talked to you yeah that just said that a little bit ago she starts looking around hello does any of you three have um what knowledge skills do you have does anyone have horror lore I do. I don't think so. Yeah, so I hearing have. you are the ones that need to hear this. <laughs> no, I do not. Oh, wait, I have Scourge history. Is I that mean, what I you're... Have, uh, I mean, I have legends and heroes, but I don't think that'll do it. No. Yeah. I have archaeology. Archaeology. Is there anything archaeological I could talk about? So I'll have all of you... Uh, well, actually, no, I'm going to mix it because she's new to this. Uh, throw throw a perception. Just straight perception. We're going to trade it as a raw knowledge. Thravik's kind of got an idea if... Um, I don't. I don't know if it'll matter if he fails or not. If he'll be allowed to. <laughs> do I do it, have. Uh, 
I do have Legends and Heroes and Botany, which, I mean, could be to do with... I don't think that's no, going to help. Botany. I mean, You're going to botanize your way out of this one, yeah. I mean, not out of this, but I'm just thinking at a later time, you know, whatever that weird plant thing was. Mm, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get, yeah, Wesley, you can also roll just a straight perception as well, too. All right. Yeah, I got a six on my yeah. perception. So a six, there's a four. Twelve. Twelve. Oh, very good. Okay. Wow. Dang. Um, it's occurring to you now that Wait a minute, this is what people say uh, happens when you get a horror mark on you. That a horror can talk to you in your head. And it's you're just mm. cluing in now. And he has this realization. Wait. Yeah, I think he, he makes this connection and he just... He calls, he calls out again to do nothing to the air. <laughs> uh, while you're doing that... Um, you hear um, one of the uh, overnight crew yell out something approaches and a, a bell is rung outside the captain's door. Dang it. And, uh, <laughs> well, I was about to go wake the captain anyways, so. Kumea, okay, so you are woken up by a bell. She jumps to her feet and runs outside, assuming something bad is happening. And I can get everyone to roll. Does the bell sound like meow, meow, meow? As we have a cat singing the song of his people right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank is singing us the song of his people because it's that time of night. So I'll get everyone to roll awareness. Um, awareness. If you don't have low light vision, though, you'll have to do it at a negative one. Okay. So I'm going to say it's approaching approaching dawn, but it's not dawn. Do Tuskrang have low light vision? I don't believe so. So you'd be at a negative one. I think I have... Thermographic, or am I wrong in that? You have heat sight. I have astral sight. sight. Yeah, okay. astral isn't going to help on this. I don't think this. I do. <laughs> but I don't have awareness for an actual talent, so what do we roll for that? No, yeah, so it's just perception if you don't have awareness as the With talent. a minus one. I don't have it one. listed in, as one of my but not for me. astral, or one of my racial abilities, so I'm assuming I don't have it. Yeah. I do have awareness, but I don't know where to look for any kind of visions that I have. Yeah, the vision you have is you are in dwarf, so you have heat sight, so you're okay. Okay. So just roll perception. Yeah. And the minus one, that's minus one step, correct? Yes, it is. I want to use a karma, though. I notice absolutely nothing. Nothing. I rolled a one. Because I slept, do I get my karma back? Ooh. Damn, Andrew. Yeah, you do. Okay. Andrew rolled a 24. 24. Andrew notices all Please. the things. Yeah, oh, I wow. got a, uh, a 10 on my D10, and then I rolled an 8 for the second die on it. I haven't even rolled wow. yet. Hang on. Basically, yeah, let everyone reset their karma. Normally, it's through a karma ritual, which you will narratively do later, but for okay. now, we'll have you reset it now. Yeah. I got a 7. Okay. Um, so, 24 is definitely the winner here. Um, all right. For some reason, yeah, a little bit. Thrivek is by really on the ball here. <laughs> in the distance, and I think this is your heat sight kicking in, you see a couple stingray-like creatures flying in the distance, approaching, but not not a direct line of sight, kind of above you at an oblique angle. And this is what you think mm. the um, one of the uh, overnight um, crew members has spotted. They're looking, and they seem to be in a stance where they're not sure if this is something that is going to be a threat or not. But that is what mm. is approaching. I think what Thravek's going to call out then is he's going to say... Um, I see, uh, I see a creature off in the uh, distance up above us. Looks kind of like a stingray. Oh, would you look at that? <laughs> I love the voice. <laughs> wow. I got to get uh, Quinmea to roll uh, maybe just a perception-based half magic again uh, for okay. Skyrider, because this is something you could have encountered before. Right. Oh, so that's 14. really good. Yeah. 14, yeah. So you have encountered this before? It's a thing called a shadow mant. 
They resemble cool. stingrays. They are a nighttime thing. They have an eight foot wingspan, uh, about a five foot long tail, fairly dark looking. Um, you do not, do not, do not, do not want to get poisoned by this thing though. They're very, very poisonous if they are going to get into a tangle with you, but they don't Oof. seem to right now be in that posture because it looks like they're going to fly over you, but you're not sure. Mm. You, you can tell why your crew would be a little on edge because these yeah. things have been known to take people out. Okay. I think she probably uh, puts two and two together there with Dravak's help <laughs> and um, says, all right, let's uh, let's give them a little bit of extra space. Those are sh shadowments. We don't want to get anywhere near them. And as they approach, they begin circling above you, kind of like gulls or like vultures oh, do. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, Is anyone yeah. else worried about that? Yeah, yes. Um, you, we don't want to get near them. They'll take us. They're very poisonous. We do not want to get close to them. Are they? Are they poisonous or are they venomous? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the difference. <laughs> uh. Oh well. Um, if, if it's it's poisonous, if if you eat it and uh, and you get sick, then it's poisonous. But uh, if it if if it stings you, then that that means it's venomous. And then it's venomous. Oh, okay. They're get, they're kind of close. As you're having this argument, they're they're just still circling, and then you hear something hit the deck, like a pebble, a rock, you're not sure, and start rolling. What is it? I think um, Mixie is the first one to just recognize right away. This is another one of those marbles, <gasps> except it's just glow. What? It's glowing kind oh, of reddish. What? Oh. Now I have. I'm holding two somehow. No, you're well. You're. Are you going to try to pick it up? Oh yeah, I'm gonna hop on it. Okay, on, all right. On top of the oh, all right, I have to roll very something. Bad. On top of the glowing <laughs> okay. red marble. Got it. Uh. Look, I knew it was a bad idea, but my character would do it. Oh, oh no. good, he rolled a one. I Whoa. think that's good. I don't know if that's good. One is good. Yes. Um, so as, I take one point of damage. No, no. As it does that, oh, good. You begin to feel it vibrating, and it makes a popping sound, and you actually fall back what? as it explodes into a pile of dust. A cloud and uh, eventually a pile as it settles of dust hits the deck. Mixie huh. utters like a lot of words that you wouldn't expect her to know <laughs> as she falls down <laughs> in a very high-pitched angry voice. Okay. And finishes with, what the hell just was that? And as you do that, you hear another one hit the deck and it bursts uh, in the same way, except this time suddenly you have a full skeleton of a dwarf in front of you barely oh, bar barely put together and very <laughs> rickety looking but a definite skeleton ah. what do you do wait wait uh, is it is cast it uh, mage armor wait is it dead or is it <laughs> is it is it like it's undead i bet living, yeah. living but it's not on living. its feet okay okay living, it is te it is teetering though it is barely hmm barely Okay. Um, <laughs> can I tell where these marbles seem to be coming from? You think the Shadow Man's dropping them. Why? <laughs> um, okay, I have experience with Shadow Man, so I, would I know that's not something they normally do? Not something you've ever heard of. Okay. And you, you hear another thing hit the deck, and you see the Shadow Man's begin to fly away, and the other marble starts rolling. Uh, what do you do with the one that's there right now? Somebody else touch that! I mean, it's, it's trying to move around and it's not really engaging with you, but it's just kind of like. I think Thravik would oh, try I to. The marble. I think Thravik would try to kick it off the deck over the side of the ship. Okay. Oh, 
no, 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 no. What I mean, Mixie would have to stop me. Mixie tries to stop you. Is Starva going to try to basically grapple it? Is that what you mean? No, he's no. just trying to kick it with his boot. He's trying to kick the marble, right? Yeah, oh, trying the to kick marble. the marble. No, I the, the third one that just oh, landed. Yeah. I thought he was trying to kick the uh, skeleton. <laughs> okay. All no, right. no, no, no. I was trying to kick the marble that just landed. <laughs> okay. But Mixie uh, wants to, you to stop roll, me. I'll get you to roll uh, initiative just to s compare. Uh, I'm going to use this as a trap initiative type thing. All of us roll initiative? Can or? I cast, by the way, can I cast mage armor on myself? I'll let you do that just free action. I'll let you do that. Okay. Um, yeah, Andrew, Andrew, I'll get you to just roll an in initiative. And this is not really a combat oh. initiative. Just, a, just um, Yeah. I mean, uh, my just initiative, as a trap is initiative bad, so... See if you can beat a seven. <laughs> I probably can't. Oh, wow. Oh, no. So, oh, no. Oh, no. That, that was Susanna. Wait, no, that's, that's Mage Susanna. Armor from that's Susanna. Okay. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I that was your initiative roll. <laughs> no, I have initiative three. Step okay. Three, and I got a three. So as you go up to it to, to kick it. Oh, three. I'm just rolling <laughs> one, two, three. Isn't it? Okay. Yeah, one, two, three. As you go to kick it, it poofs just like the other thing, except a much more limber uh, skeletal beating, being, uh, I'd say maybe a spring actually. Uh, it still has some flesh on it even a little bit. And it looks around like it's confused a bit and has glowing uh, green eyes. And it looks at you and stares at you. What do you do? I mean, he would have left his axe down by his bunk because he was just sleeping. So yeah, he just gonna punch it. <laughs> he punch a skeleton. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bludgeoning damage. Right. Have you ever played video That's games great. before? Bludgeoning damage for uh, undead. Yeah, um, yeah, you can do that. That's a good point. Uh, I'll get you to I, just I basically know roll. A, I happen to know very well that extra bludgeoning damage is a thing in this game. Yeah. Are you going to see? Does anybody anybody else going to do anything in reaction to that as well? Are uh, they like looking uh, like no, they're I'm going gonna, to attack, or are they just standing there? They're largely just standing there. Although the one that's near Andrew, the Discrang, looks a lot more sturdy and a lot more sentient and like got its wits together a bit more. Gotcha. Uh, how, how close is that first one uh, to, to, to Saliak? To Saliak, just a couple yards away, I'd say, at most. All right. Uh, yeah, I think he um, he's seen all he has needed to see. He, he, he recognizes an undead and realizes that this is an enemy and... It, I'm I'm going to dispatch this enemy. So I think he he just he starts walking very slowly towards you know towards <laughs> this enemy, and he's going to yeah he's going to taunt eventually. Okay, you feel from your blade uh, it is vibrating more. This is definitely horror construct. Uh, if that wasn't obvious already, yes. Um, pretty much most of the undead in Bar Save are horror constructs, although there are some exceptions when it comes to certain spellcaster types and certain followers of certain passions uh, can also do it but this is definitely horror work of a horror um as you're doing that uh i'm going to check in what everyone else is doing kunimea what's your reaction to this um probably to go into a defensive position yep i'm not sure she's quite attacking i think she's trying to judge and see what the constructs are doing yeah uh, because they don't seem to be attacking i think she's wondering if they can communicate at all she might even try to say something in like Tuskrang, like native to the Tuskrang that uh, just oh. appeared. Yeah, that's neat. Um, Mixie, was there anything in particular you're gonna do other than mage armor and observe? Um, I mage armor, and then I see an idiot trying to punch a skeleton. Um, idiot. <laughs> what do you mean, idiot? I'm gonna, I'm gonna retreat, but cast Iron Hand on him. I think I'll let you do that as an action to uh, bolster his thing. 
Um, since speaking is pretty quick, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to do this without doing any initiative so we don't get a ton of rolling there. Uh, Kunamea, yes, how about, uh, I'll have you, uh, what do you want to say into Scrang language? I, I think basically just like, what are you doing here? And you hear in a, it's, it's trying to say something. Uh, it describes, it doesn't really have the tongue or the mouth and it doesn't seem to have the will to really make the sound get out there much. So you hear just a lot of just breathy sounds coming out of it. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a bit of a, the glow actually glows a little brighter when it tries to speak, but you're not sure if it's hostile or not. But again, it's undead. That's that's weird. Yeah. Hmm. And meanwhile, Andrea, you just got, or sorry, Thravek, you just got, um, <laughs> the, uh, your hands just suddenly feel a lot more solid for some reason. Oh, actually, I like the could I toss Thravek my short sword since I already have my, uh, Jitard, uh, thorn attached? You could, you could work that out with him if you want. Uh, well, well, yeah, something sorry, I was yeah. going to say is that I kind of like the idea that I was already swinging at it. So like as I'm like before okay. I connect, <laughs> yeah. my hand gets heavier from her casting iron fist on me. Like I'm starting yeah. to swing at it. And then like right as I'm about to hit, like my hand go, gets harder. So yeah, so, so I would just, what do I roll for that since it's not my It's unarmed roll. combat, which if you don't have is just straight dexterity. Um, if you like, you can do, you can do so aggressively if you like, because that sounds like type of mood you're in <laughs> oh yeah like he's like he's ready to just like he's kind of just trying to get rid of this thing yeah so so you would gain plus three you would take a point of strain so you can roll your okay. dex plus three take a point of strain and if something tries to attack you you're at a minus but uh it doesn't look like anything's gonna try right now that's a six yeah that is enough to actually uh, connect with this so roll your uh now how much did the iron hands give you Plus five bonus to close combat damage tests. So you have to All be right, near it, so I guess. Roll your strength plus five. Plus three again, too, for the uh, oh, ah. aggressive as well. So so that brings me up to 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's quite the uh, combo there. Thing. Yes. <laughs> I got a 12. That's good. So it's definitely a wound in this case, and it's not even going to try to resist that wound. It just falls over into a kind of heap of bones as you knock this thing basically kind of out. It's still got a bit of a glow to it and it struggles a little bit, but you see the glow is starting to fade. Does Mixie happen to have her astral sight still going or is she need to I re-enable would, yeah, that? Yeah, I don't think I, I intentionally turned it off. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. So what you're seeing here is your thinking is reminiscent of other i don't know if you've ever really seen undead through astral sight before it's a pattern that is very similar to name givers other like living name givers but just with a bit of corruptive color and uh weird textures added in that are kind of gross for you to look at but these were definitely real people at one point and um as you're looking as uh, i think uh saliak is is stalking this other one that's kind of sitting standing there wavering before he gets a chance to even take a swing or punch or whatever he's going to do it kind of just topples over into a pile of bones and um, the astral energy just kind of dissipates out of both of these slowly huh. hmm. and then um, can anyone tell me what the heck that was Saliak and Thravek you both hear a bit of laughter in your head you'll remember soon you'll hear as well hmm. <laughs> I, I think he'll uh, he'll turn back as he hears Mixie's question and he he voices what he 
what he connected to before. That was a horror, it seemed. You don't say. Reanimating these poor souls here. What? From where? Where is my ball pointing? I believe <laughs> we know the answer to that. It's pointing to where the Shadow Mints are headed back to. And it's the same direction you're headed. Yeah. Towards Emerald Valley. And as she's like thinking that, like she hears Thravik say what I just said, which is that we we know. And then Thravik elaborates and he says, Saliak was just telling me about a dream he had of a care. And with Mixie telling us that the orb seems to be connected to where we're going, tells me that we might be walking into uh, something to do with horrors. Whatever it is, it's 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 up there. She points. It's it's where we're going. It's it's in the same direction. It wasn't it wasn't those things. Yeah, uh, I think I think Salek turns to Bravek uh, and says, "It was not just I. You heard it too, yes?" Yeah, I. Uh, seems the two of us are hearing somebody taunt us about all of this, something that we apparently forgot. Whatever it is, it's connected to that horror. Because it, it's connected to this thing. And she holds up the, the orb. Just like we were too when we first got that orb, right? Yeah, I mean, that hasn't changed. Hmm. And I think he looks over at uh, Saliak and just says, um, I'm starting to think this might be uh, might be that time we lost. What do you think, friend? Did you two bring a bloody curse onto my ship? And uh, Thravik looks over and just says, um, Not that I know of. Um... I'm just starting to remember things, apparently. Captain, neither of us has any, any recollection of, uh, of what had happened. It was, uh, it had happened just only recently, this, 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 this time loss. We, we have, we have talked of it, but we, we had no basis for a, for a start point to find, to find what it is or, or where it comes from or what even happened to us. Time time loss you don't you have a gap in your memory yes it's yes it's very it's very strange but it's like a, a black a black void like and I, I think he just nods toward mixie holding the holding the marble like that but the voice that's been taunting us this evening says we'll remember soon did the voice say who it was no that's really weird how how long is this this gap when do you last remember and when did you become aware uh just uh, to remind us rob what was yeah. the uh the span of time and how recently was it about a month ago yeah uh and it was a few a few weeks you're missing i think it was oh okay that we had decided but it was after the two of us had found the sword and met and all that stuff right yeah yeah oh, yeah you, like, you knew each other that, yeah. And, yeah. Mm. yeah yeah but yeah there's some weird gaps in your memory captain uh my best estimation it was it was roughly a, a, a month I, I would say but I had known Dravik here even before that we we had we had uh, fallen in together in pursuit of uh, this weapon and he holds up the sword as I as I had mentioned but um, we just day to day were searching exploring finding new treasures to to sell to barter or both of us suddenly to use. Hmm. Agreed, yes. <laughs> the sun is rising at this point, too. And uh, it's now bright enough out that you can all see that the you know, Shadow Mance are long gone. And actually, um, Quinamea, you th you think you're actually not too far now from 
Emerald Valley. You've crossed a fair amount of the Servos jungle now. And um, you can see in the distance, um, and this is where I think the first mate will comes out and says, well, off the front there, we got um, Emerald Valley. It's, I've taken a look through the scope. It seems normal, but uh, it seems really quiet, though. Uh, I don't know. I don't see any smoke coming out of their chimneys or, or anything uh, huh. or coming from the blacksmith. So it is uh, a might bit quiet, um, as I guess we expected. Yeah, so you have uh, below you the Servos Jungle and you see... Um, well, why don't we just... I'll change the map on Roll20. Oh, so nice. Hmm. Take a look. I like new maps. So... You see mostly, it's mostly trees, but then you see this little hamlet, um, bit of a clearing southeast of it, um, that you could probably land, uh, the vessel if you wanted to. There is a road leading off from the northeast, uh, presumably that eventually leads the Thrall if you're coming here from ground. And you can see a fairly prominent, um, entrance into the, uh, foothills here. That is clearly the entrance to the old care, uh, and there's an old tent outside of it. If you recall, you were told that there was a bit of a, a bit of a museum potentially being set up in there. So maybe that was mm. the uh, where people pay to uh, to go in and or buy uh, from a gift shop or whatever you want to call it. Uh, um, okay, yeah. Reminds me of a similar situation in another show. <laughs> uh. oh, <okay. laughs> oh yes, yeah. Actually, it does sound very similar to something that's happened. In a, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll keep that under wraps though. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so Kunamea, what, what do you think, um, I guess you're, you're the captain, and what do you mm -hmm. think you would want, to, how you would want to approach this? Would you want to go land? Would you want to send someone? Uh, although sending them is kind of a bit of a one-way trip, and then they'll have to find some other way to communicate. You do have a windling on board, too, though. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I kind of want to send some kind of scout, but maybe, uh, we can land a safer distance away and then send like a scout in or just like a group in to kind of get a lay of the land and see what's going on yeah so i think in the southeast corner you can find a place that's a fair bit away that um maybe you'll have to do a little more hiking but you probably won't be noticed um, mm -hmm. from the ground so much if that's your concern yeah and i would like you to then um roll an air sailing roll for captaining. Captaining. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, that is a step 10 for me. Kitty! <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's an 8. Excellent. So I don't think you have too much trouble landing. Now, it's always a bit unusual uh, landing an airship without a dock or anything, so you have to, I don't know, pull out kind of these special, uh, you probably just call them anchors or something, but... Um, mm -hmm airships just kind of float on their own so you don't want them to float off on you so you drop a anchor quite literally and you kind of still are floating the ground but you want to stabilize a bit so that you know you're not just floating around with the wind either yeah so you put out some stabilizing um probably wooden logs uh that, that are meant for that and uh as well as a bit of a ramp so those of your crew who who are more comfortable walking off can do that and obviously walking on but um i guess you only have one windling here so <laughs> yeah they, they, they have no, the windling has no trouble getting on and off as she wishes. Nice. Yeah, you can get down to the ground, land, no problems. Um, who would like to try to scout the town a bit? 
Oh, I want to look around. Yeah, it's not my specialty. Um, it's not my specialty either, but I really want to look around. <laughs> I was wondering, as a wizard, do you have any like little stealthy things you can do? Oh, boy. Oh, um, actually, I have stealthy stride. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Although I feel like the windling's going to have the best advantage here, because yeah. you can kind of just sneak through the trees, you know, not get notice. Yeah, I I could scout, uh, but they're probably going to go scout myself fast. They're probably going to notice me, though. I don't have any stealthy things. Why the hell did I take wall walker? I can fly. <laughs> Sorry, I was just reading through my list. Um, no, oops. I don't have anything stealthy, but I no, mean, that's fine. I mean, I, I can try to. I I still want to go sneak good. Yeah, you should go sneak. I don't think it'll be okay. enough difficulty for you to even need to roll, considering you're a windling, and I'm you would so have small. you you would have to really flub this somehow, which I don't think you're gonna do. Um, so yeah, you can weave and bob through the trees and get a like a good view of the town and you notice that everything looks okay in a weird contrast here there is new buildings but the whole place looks unkempt like the grass mm. is grown too much i definitely want to have astral sight sense open all right so roll astral sight okay so i have a spell that's called astral sense yeah now that one is for improving astral sight so you can use it cool. to enhance that. Can I use that instead? Yeah, so roll that. And what it does is it enhances your stuff for 10 minutes, I believe. So Awesome. I'd rather roll that yeah. because my astral sight skill isn't very good. So <laughs> that, that one you don't need to roll because uh, it's target mystic defense and you are able to lower your own mystic defense uh, voluntarily if you're casting it on yourself. So uh, I'm just going to oh. take a look at the effect here. Well, Astral Sense is a, ra is a, a range of self and two threads. Uh, threads only really matter when you're in combat. And uh, since okay, cool. target, target's Mystic Defense uh, is your own and you can lower it, I'm just going to go with you. You do it. Okay. That's and fine I'm just going to I'm gonna see what it is that it benefits for you, though, in terms of what, what you get here. Okay, go for it. Because I want to see what it does for someone who already has Astral Sight. Oh, okay. You can do it without taking strain, for one thing. So you no longer have to take strain when you do this. Ooh. And it makes your astral sight last longer. Neato. Yeah, it said uh, rank plus um, 10 minutes. Normally, you are just kind of rank minutes, I think, uh, with it. So rank plus 10 minutes is a much better trade-off. So you oh, yeah. can actually fly around here with your astral sight on and take a look around. And you're noticing that there is a bit of astral corruption in the area. It's very faint. Uh, and that's something that, as a wizard, you pretty much know that is a sign of either... One of two things, either a lot of violence here recently, or there's the, the effect of a horror in this area somewhere. You're noticing in the town itself, um, yeah, the buildings are new, the grass and lawn, like not lawn, but like gardens are overgrown and unkempt. You're not sure if anyone's actually living here now. What you were told was there should so no be- no people. There should be people here. Hmm. All right. Well, I do want to look around for non-astrally things as well. Okay. Is there anything important? As you're looking around, I think you're trying to get a different angle from probably like just flying around the town, right? Yeah. Uh, you're like, okay, I got the angle from the south. Now let's cut the angle from the west. And you actually then spot a tavern uh, where you actually do see what you think is someone moving around in there. Ooh, I sneak up on it and I look in through the window. <laughs> <laughs> you see an obsidian. <gasps> Standing oh. there. Ooh. He's just standing around, looking around, and maybe cleaning the uh, the bar or something like that. He just, like, he's he's not doing a whole lot. 
huh, I'm not going to go in right now because I'm just collecting information. So I move on and I finish kind of scouting, looking for other people. Yeah, you don't see anyone else anywhere. Wow. Okay. And then I'm going to fly back to the ship and kind of uh, land on someone's shoulder because I'm tired of flying. Um, I think I'm going <laughs> to land on Quinemea's shoulder and I say... Well, there, there's like no one in there. Like it's completely empty. There's just this one obsidian guy, I think. And he's just the, like in the tavern, like cleaning stuff. I don't know. It's really weird, but I figure we can go talk to him. Yes. Um, that's odd. When, when are there supposed to be people living here? Yeah, I think that's what they told us. Strange. Yeah, very strange. You you saw nothing other than this, this one obsidian? No, it's just that guy. Is she going to mention the weird magic thing? I yeah. mean, there was some like, some you know corruption and magic-y stuff but it didn't seem like it was like particularly like present hmm. Hmm. we should probably talk to this uh cinnamon and see if he knows anything i i agree yeah let's go talk to this dude does this tavern have a have a a, a mixy hole yeah let's say it has a windling hole <laughs> oh, windling door Okay, cool. I'm going to burst in through the wind, the windling hole, hoping the others are following me. I mean, it'll take us a lot longer to follow you. Yeah, so. we got to hike yeah, up there. And, and, you, and you didn't wait for your guy that happens to know how to speak obsidian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you you arrived well ahead of us, I Unless think. Unless you wait yeah. for us to get up there. Yeah, I, I think I'm just going to burst in anyways. So you burst in, and, and this, this space seems fairly clean and well-kept uh, compared to the others. And he turns around and kind of looks in your direction. And uh, I want you to roll awareness or perception. I can do awareness. And also let me know if you're still doing astral sight. Um, yeah, I think I would be. 12. That's good. So you notice as he gestures towards you and says, Oh, Windling, hello. Oh, good. He speaks my language. I And he speaks it in Throlic. He is speaking the common tongue of Throlic. And uh, we don't get many uh, travelers through here any more. Uh, it didn't look like you get much of anything here. And he kind of lifts up his head so that you can see his eyes better. And you notice that, you know, he uh, his skin is fairly bluish. Uh, this obsidian is a bit more, uh, maybe chunks of blue crystal growing out of his skin. Fairly normal sized obsidian, which means pretty big, you know, about seven feet tall, but big and brawny. And you notice that his eyes seem darker than you would normally expect. Mm. In fact, there's a little bit of a blue glow behind his eyes. Fish. Mm, oh. No, and he no. says, I am Mazet, the... Well, they call me Mazet the Long-Winded. I am a fifth circle troubadour. And uh, who are you? Uh, I'm Mixie. I'm an archaeologist. Oh, pleased to meet you, Mixie. Would you like a drink? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think as this happens, the others, you you all can... Okay. Who's, who's going to be the first one to walk in? I think it'd probably be Saliak first. My character is usually pretty inquisitive, so he would probably be curious about seeing what's going on. Does he have milk and honey? Doesn't matter to me if if it's one or the other. Okay. I think you can all just come in then um, yeah. one at a time. Yeah. And um, you you all see Mixie talking to the assistant at the bar, who's got a slight bit of glow behind his black eyes as he's pouring her a drink. What do you do? Did Saliak ever give me that description from his dream or not that specifically? No, I did. The the, the black eyes. I yeah, did I say, think he I said did. that okay, on the so. yeah. saw someone with the black I eyes. Did, okay. I did mention yeah. the so, eyes. So I think I, I think Saliak upon entering, once he is near enough to, to catch the eyes, I think he steps back. And he looks uh, at you 
And he says, oh, welcome back. Huh. Oh. And I think we'll end there. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, man. Perfect. Welcome oh. back. Welcome back. Let's get it.